Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name's Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God, talk about it. We're in the Sermon on the Mount. We've been going through this the last few weeks. And boy, is today an important verse. Because I think today may be one of the most mis- most well-known and yet misunderstood verses in the Bible, especially by younger people of our day and age. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. Jesus says, do not judge so that you will not be judged. From the way you judge, you will be judged, and by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye and do not notice the log that's in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the speck, first take the log out of your own eye. Excuse me, I missed a part here. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye? And behold, the log is in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Now, there's some tremendous wisdom here. What Jesus says about how to get along with people, how to correct others, how to have relationship with others, this is a really, really important section. And yet, it has been misused and misapplied by so many people in our day. Of course, we live in a day of moral relativism. We live in a day of radical individualism. And in our culture, the idea is don't ever judge anybody. Don't ever think anyone's wrong. If you think someone else is wrong, you're the one who's wrong. To have any kind to issue any kind of a moral judgment is wrong of you. And this verse is often used to 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 uh, support that concept. Now, this verse doesn't really teach that, but dare I say this verse is used to cause Christians to be intimidated and to be quiet and for Christians to fail to take a stand on what's right and what's wrong. Christians are therefore, because of the way our culture has changed and the way we have become so non-judgmental of any behavior whatsoever, even of the most terrible of sins, for Christians to say something about it, it, we're labeled with what really hurts to be told us as Christians, and that is that we're unloving and we're hateful. And indeed, like I said, few things hurt a Christian more than that. Because if there's anything we want to be known for, we want to be known that we are people who love God and we love others. We care about people. We're not all about ourselves. We're not just defending our position. We're not just standing for what we think in. We're not just promoting our ideas, but we care about people. And so often this verse, do not judge, has been used to cause us really out of fear of being labeled hateful to just be quiet and to not love people and to not help people. There's a lot good, you know, that when you think about this idea of just not having, uh, not judging, this verse is well known. Matthew 7, 1, do not judge lest you be judged. We're going to look at it in this context in a minute. But there's another verse out there that we need to think of as well. Jesus said in John chapter 7, verse 24, excuse me, that's, that's not the right verse. Said, Jesus said, 
I've got the wrong thing on the screen here, but Jesus said, John 7, verse 24, do not judge according to, oh, there it is, that right, I'm sorry, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. That is the right verse. Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Now, that's an interesting addition to bring uh, bring light on, on Matthew 7, 1, do not judge at all, because here he's saying judge with righteous judgment. People who judge were judging according to appearance weren't judging properly. And then sometimes we think of how it says in, in the Psalms of many, many places throughout the Bible tell us this, but Psalm 119 verse 128 is a favorite of mine where he says this, therefore I esteem right all your precepts concerning everything. I hate every false way. That's a judgment. The, the, the writer here is saying, I esteem certain things right. God, what you say to be true, your commands, your precepts, that's what the word means, your commandments, your teachings, I consider them, I esteem them, I value them to be right about everything. Not just, you know, how to get to heaven, not just things that relate to, you know, the spiritual, but what God says and what God commands, his precepts and his teachings, I consider them right about everything. And because of that, I hate those ways that undermine the teach against that are false ways. I, the, the, the psalmist is saying here, I love what's true. Our God is true. And there are false ways that, ah, I hate them. But because we hate the false way, and because we do have standards, and because we judge with righteous judgment, we might be labeled as hateful. And so there's something that we've got to understand what Matthew chapter 7 doesn't say, and we want to also understand what Matthew chapter 7 does say. To understand what it doesn't say, I think there's two questions we want to ask. Number one, to whom is this passage addressed? And number two, what three commands are given in this passage? There's not just one. There's actually three commands. So first of all, let's look back here. Jesus is obviously, when he gives us the Sermon on the Mount, he's talking to his disciples. But as we have seen in the last few weeks, much of what is this is written to, much of what this is written in the Sermon on the Mount is exposing the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. And he's urging his followers not to be hypocrites. And throughout, we've been seeing, you know, the legalists, I haven't murdered anybody. I might hate him in my heart. I haven't committed adultery. I might lust in my heart. And Jesus is addressing this hypocrisy. He's t- he talks about the people who, when they pray, they, is everybody watching? You, you see my prayers here? And when they give money, blowing the trumpet, say, hey, I, I, I got your attention here. I'm going to be giving some money to this poor person. I want you to see it. And I want you to be, uh, I, I want a virtue signal. He's warning against these types of things. And likewise, in Matthew 7, he is. Look at look in verse, um, do not judge, and, and, who, and he says, lest you be judged. But look down about halfway through, and he, what does he say to the person? You hypocrite. This passage, we must remember, is addressed to hypocrites. And so if you are being a hypocrite, don't you judge. Deal, what's he saying? Commandments here, three commands to the hypocrites. Number one, don't judge. 
Don't condemn. Don't criticize. Why? Because you got a log in your eye. You see a speck in your brother's eye, and there's a log in your eye. (laughs) Imagine that. I mean, if you've ever gotten a speck in your eye, you can't see well. I mean, that, that, that hurts. And I've, you've, I've gotten a speck in my eye of, of, of something before. Oh, my goodness, it can blur your vision. It can, you know, you just, you want to get it out. Get the speck out so you can see clearly. But imagine if you have a log in your eye. Oh, my goodness. You'd be completely blind to properly assessing what's going on with another person. And Jesus is saying, if you are, if you have your own problems, take the log out of your eye first. First, deal with yourself. Commandment number one to the hypocrites, don't judge. Commandment number two, take the log out of your eye. Now, brothers and sisters, that's a command of God. That's every bit as much of a commandment as do not judge. So many people say, well, I'll never judge because I got a log in my eye. Well, then take the log out. And people say, well, I can't take the log out of your eye. Why not? Why can't you? Deal with your own problems first. Deal with your own sin first. Deal with your own selfishness. Deal with your own problems. And Jesus, I think, is saying that people who walk around with a critical, judgmental, putting others down attitude tend to have a log in their eye. They tend to have their own problems they've not dealt with. I've noticed there's something about human nature, I don't know whether it's trying to establish our pecking order or whatever, that it is a lot easier. We we all want to know where do I stand, and we all want to be better than somebody else. And if, if I have some problems, rather than deal with them myself, it's easier to just put others down so that I feel superior to them. Evidently, this is what the Pharisees were doing, and evidently, this is what a lot of people in our day do, that rather than deal with their own problems, they just put others down so they can feel superior. And Jesus is saying, uh-uh-uh-uh, don't you do that. You, d- you get the log out of your eye. That's a command of God. Brothers and sisters, you and I have no excuse to keep the log in our eye. You and I can't just walk around saying, oh, I'll have a log in my eye until Jesus comes back. I don't see that in the Bible. I see Jesus commanding, take the log out of your eye. And then what happens? Third commandment, when you have taken the log out of your eye, you can see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. And when you take this speck out of your brother's eye, because you have first dealt with your own sin, your own log in your eye, your own problem, you tend to do it with a lot more compassion, humility, understanding, empathy, because you realize, yeah, I've I've had that problem too. I'm not just trying to put you down so I feel better. I'm secure in who I am. I'm secure in, in my position before God. So now all I'm trying to do is help you out of genuine love and concern. Christians, we are perceived by men in our world that we try and correct as being hateful. This is what the culture says. Any attempt to try and help a person is hate. We've got to be careful that we don't fall into this, that we're not a hypocrite ourselves. If you need to correct someone, 
And I believe loving action does correct others. Make sure you're doing it in a spirit of humility, compassion, empathy. That doesn't mean that you quiet down and say nothing. That means you get involved out of a spirit of love, realizing your own weakness, realizing that without Jesus, you'd probably be doing the exact same thing and giving all credit and glory to him. Amen. Judge with righteous judgment. This is what we'll talk about tomorrow. How do we do that? And this is such an important thing in our culture. This is huge with the youth of our day, hugely misunderstood concepts and what is taught here. Let's pray about it right now. Father in heaven, we come to you today and we just do want to confess our own human tendency to judge others rather than deal with our own sins. It's easier, Lord, to put others down, to criticize others, to find fault with others. And we confess, Lord, that sometimes that makes us feel superior and better to them. Oh, Lord, that's such a sin. That's so wrong. That's so pride, so much pride, so contrary to the Christian way, so contrary to what you have called us to be, so contrary to what, what you honor. I pray, Father, that you would help us to take the log out of our own eye. If there, Lord, help us to do the proper self-examination and realization of what's going on in our own life. And I pray, Father, that, that as we do that, you would develop within us proper discernment, proper understanding, and a deep compassion and empathy for others who are struggling with sins. We want to be able to correct them by taking the speck out of their eye in a loving way that's successful. We don't want to alienate people. We want to learn how to win them and help them become more what you created them to be. We bless you today. We give you this day to follow you and be your servants, to walk in your ways. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, folks. Hey, thanks for being with me today. I love the Word of God. I hope you do too. It's so exciting to get into it, to talk about it, to share it. What a privilege it is for me each day, every day, to begin my day by sharing the Word with you. And so I thank you for coming and joining us. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll join us regularly. We're here every morning live at 8.30 a.m. You can watch anytime throughout the day. You can watch old ones. I, I never take them down. And you can... Um, and you can listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms on the podcast. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with joy. Take that log out of your eye so you can see clearly to help your brothers and sisters be all God wants them to be. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.